0: Welcome to 5-Minute Finance, a podcast that explores topics that are impacting your money. Join us as we discuss what is moving the economy, markets, stocks, and personal finance.
1: This podcast is for entertainment and informational purposes only and should not be relied upon for investment decisions. Before acting on any financial advice, you should consult a financial professional who can review your specific financial situation. Any opinions expressed by the hosts or guests are their own and do not reflect the opinion of LVM Capital Management. Clients or employees of LVM Capital Management may maintain positions in the securities discussed in the podcast.
0: Welcome to 5-Minute Finance. Tyler and Jordan here we had the first quarter GDP numbers out this morning. Jordan, you want to review some of those?
1: Absolutely. I think this came as a bit of surprise to the investment community. We saw a decline in first quarter GDP of 1.4%. Expectations were for 1.1%. On the positive side, we saw private investment and private consumption, but those were offset in part by government consumption and investment, exports, and imports. And so two quarters technically are needed for a recession, two quarters of consecutive GDP declines, but that got us thinking. And Tyler, you went out and did a little research on market returns and unemployment around recessions you want to share with the audience here.
0: Yeah. if We're going back to 1950 here and we've had 11 different recessions. And the market has done surprisingly well, I guess, during those recessions. The median return during a recession, so from the peak month to the trough month, the median return is about 11% decline. And the typical recession length is close to about a year. So you have a year when you're down on average in a recession, about 11%. We also went back and looked at some of the data. Well, what happened? prior to the recession. So we looked two years prior to the recession, how did the market do? And we also did two years after the recession. And along with the podcast, check out our blog, we'll also be posting these charts uh, in this table in here. So you can take a look at it, because we're kind of reading a lot of numbers right now. So if you look prior to a recession, the median is up about 10% per year before the recession starts. And then after, so that's basically average return for the markets historically. Right. And then After the recession ends, the median return for the market is about 13.7%. So the market does a little bit better on average after the recession. What is kind of also interesting here, we have some unemployment data that goes along with the recession. So what we see is when the recession starts, unemployment is typically okay, right? It's about 4.8%. And if you take a look uh, right now, where are we are about 36 to or 3.8%, somewhere right in there. So we're a little bit lower than average before a recession starts. And when recession ends, unemployment ticks up from that 48 to about 8%. But when you look at returns after a recession, if you lose less jobs, meaning if the unemployment rate is below kind of the average after a recession ends... Returns are actually pretty good two years after the recession. So that would kind of be the goal here is we'd have, if we do come up with a second quarter here of negative GDP growth next quarter, stock market returns do better than average if you lose less jobs during that recession. So we need an unemployment rate basically below that 8% average. When you have that, when you're out of the
1: recession,
0: returns of the market are about 27% two years after
1: the recession ends. And intuitively, that would make sense. You know, more people employed. Our economy is largely driven by consumer spending. So if the consumer has money, there you go. Also, we're in the depths of earnings season. We had a number of companies reporting, you know, notable ones Microsoft, Google, Home Builder, DH Horton. Tyler, do you want to give any color on what we're seeing with company specific returns in light of, you know, the market selling off 10 to 20% on the SP and NASDAQ?
0: Yeah, I think. Overall, pretty broadly, earnings have been better than expectations. same thing with revenues. So that typically is a positive sign. you know a lot of the earnings calls that we're reviewing right now, inflation is being mentioned a lot during these calls. Several companies have continued to guide for higher inflation, higher costs. But a lot of that is kind of being offset by raising their cost to their customers. Uh, The one that kind of stands out with just reviewing Pepsi, they were expecting about 6% sales growth. They bumped that up to 8%, but that doesn't necessarily translate to the same growth of earnings. They basically kind of held their earnings constant. So you're not seeing a benefit to the bottom line. You're just kind of seeing a benefit to the top line. Also looking at different sectors, home builders continue to do really well, seeing some strong earnings and revenue for home builders, even looking through to some of the defense contractors, healthcare companies, a lot of them are seeing some relatively positive earnings and revenue for the quarter that we technically just had a negative or a contraction in the economy. So companies are still doing okay right now. We'll kind of see if that bleeds into the second quarter here, but Overall, earnings have been positive for companies uh, that have reported so far.
1: And then, you know, we still have to see if the Fed can go through with hiking interest rates, which we have a decision the first week of May. The Fed has said that you know, if there are concerns about growth both here and internationally, they're ready to adjust the pace of interest rate increases. And um, kind of a tough task ahead of them. You do have low unemployment, but you have high inflation, and the Fed has been pretty steadfast about hiking interest rates to slow inflation we'll see if they can stick to that plan
0: yeah i think you bring up a good point in terms of slowing inflation and the inflation that we're seeing and the companies that have been reporting have been seeing Consumer is in a pretty good shape right now. You have, what we were just kind of mentioned, unemployment rate under 4%, balance sheets for consumers relatively strong, maybe excess savings or higher net worth that continues to grow. If you've met with us over the last few months, you've seen some charts from us. But realistically, if there's a period where companies are able to pass on these higher costs to customers, it's this period when the consumer has the money and they are employed, they are seeing some higher income. So, This would be a period where, versus a period where the consumer was in a bad shape or there was a little bit higher unemployment rates, that companies are going to be able to pass that on. It should help those companies' revenues and earnings.
1: I agree. And I'll I'll push back just a bit. You know, we've seen inflation is high. We expect it to moderate. You've seen real wages, meaning after inflation, go down a bit 6% wage growth, but offset by that 8% inflation. So you've seen a, a slight uptick in consumer credit, which isn't uncommon to. Keep up with inflation. Sometimes you have to dip into savings. You have to spend a bit more on the card because, as Tyler was saying, prices go up. If inflation does moderate and you still afford to say six percent wage growth, that would be great for the economy.
0: Yeah, I think in terms of the real wage growth and trying to linking real wage growth to inflation, in terms of consumers not being able to spend as much, that's true for consumers that are spending all of their income. Right. But realistically, if you have excess savings and you are saving you don't need as high of income growth to match that higher inflation that you're seeing.
1: Great. And we saw a spike in the savings rate through 2020 and 2021. Most of that was stimulus checks, but people were saving that. Um, It's come down a bit and I think the savings rate is still north of 6%, 6 6.8, 6.9. So consumers do on average have savings there and hopefully that stays up.
0: All right. So we'll continue to monitor what's going on with the economy and uh, companies' earnings through the rest of this quarter and hoping we stay out of a recession here. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Feel free to reach out, podcast at lvmcapital.com.